Mental health is something that affects everyone, from any walk of life, no matter what sex, colour or religion. In today's show, myself and Russell talk openly about mental health through very personal experiences as well as friends and family who have suffered, and how a nomination for doing 25 push-ups got us to this podcast. If you're in a bad place right now, feeling down or just overwhelmed, please reach out and talk to someone. You can message myself and Russell, find us on Facebook or even give us a call on 086-943-7840. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Jay, how you doing, mate? <laughs> um, we are here. Excuse me, while I have a quick slurp. Okay. We are here at Canine Point Academy, Russell's new dog training facility and luxury spa uh, retreat for those dogs in need. And for those that are obviously wondering, yeah. um, we haven't piped in the sound of a dog panting. It is actually the sound of a dog panting in the background. I'm not sure you'll be able to hear it, but okay, if you can hear a dog panting in the background, I've brought my, um, my stepdog. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my stepdog with me. Um, I'm allowed him on Monday afternoons. So we're recording this Monday afternoon. Now, um, this is a Jay and Russell podcast. Ooh, we haven't done this for ages. No, we haven't done this for a long time. And um, there's, a, there's a reason for it that we've I want... We've been busy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both been busy. And we, no, we've had guests. Um, but I think that this week, or sort of not say this week, last week you were invited by somebody to do a... Some sort of press-up challenge. Are you burping? I did, yes. Now, it was good that you moved the mic well, mic- microwave away. <laughs> the microphone away. Um, well, it wasn't just anyone. It was Danny O. Yeah, Dan, the Big Dan. Hello, Big Dan. Hey, uh, big listen Dan. to his podcast, um, Inside the Big Dan, which is a pornography cos- uh, cos- cosplay. It's a pornography uh, porn star. I don't know where that's going, really. It's supposed <laughs> to be a serious podcast, <laughs> yeah. and it hasn't gone that way. Uh, but no, uh, Danny O, our friend Danny O, lives in Singapore. Uh, hello, mm. Danny O. Hey, Dan. Um, Nominated Russell Distance Russell to do 25 press-ups a day, which I believe is to highlight mental health. Is that correct? Uh, pretty much, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, you know how social media works. As you know, every five minutes there's a um, ice bucket challenge. A, an ice bucket challenge. I mean, to be honest, I think that was the last one of these sort of challenges I actually did. Um, and certainly, on, also through the whole um, sort of COVID nineteen sort of thing, there's been you know TikTok challenge. TikTok challenges. There's been you know your ten movies of all time oh, just challenge, challenge 10 albums actually I have to say and I'm going to just just Danny O did ask me and, and nominated me to do my 10 top 10 albums yeah. unfortunately and I think I don't do this stuff no, no, I, that, I, that I was my have. point okay. that, that, that so was exactly the point I was, was going to make I, have I jumped in too early you have yeah I yeah just once come, again always come, come too early, early. Yeah. every time <laughs> the, the two times it didn't happen <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 quite hello Ashton hello Zahara so yeah but you know, I'm 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 with you. I just don't. I I might do one. Just oh yeah, I like this album, but I'm not going to do it on a daily daily basis. I'm happy. However, with this particular one, a um, a couple of reasons. One is the the cause itself, which is to raise awareness uh, for mental health issues, particularly in men. Um, not that women don't have mental health issues, but this is particularly focused towards. They're just chaps. mental. They're just mental. Um, 
So, and that, and given the fact that I lost a friend to suicide just a couple of weeks ago, putting all that together, it just kind of felt, yeah, you know what, I'll, I'll jump on the, the bandwagon with this. And you have an idiot sat opposite you that has possibly gone through some mental health challenges and sometimes Who, who is a does. mental health challenge? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little, bit. <laughs> which, a little bit. Which we'll come on to. So, um, but yeah, no, so to, yeah, just decided to do this particular challenge. And another friend, Rob, um, you know, Rob and well, Jess. Look, could, may I, before you, you indeed, tell yeah, everybody yeah. the whole thing? Because we've had them both on the pod, so it's worth mentioning. We have. Uh, Rob, uh, Sexy Rob, Six Pack Rob, uh, Washboard Stomach Rob, um, Rob Rob of Robness um, from Wales. Lovely Rob. Um, his name's Rob. Rob Morgan, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, because I couldn't yeah. remember his <laughs> I was just going to... I wasn't going to let that run for a little while. <laughs> uh, Rob Rob of Robness. Um, you nominated Roberto, Rob Morgan. I did, yes. Um, from KIS. KIS uh, Fitness. Keep K-I-S it simple, Fitness. fitness. Yep. Um, to do the 25 <laughs> press-up challenge. And he... Now, this is something I might edit in. In fact, I'm going to edit in. He sent this message across his Facebook feed. He did indeed. I've been nominated by my client and very good friend, Russell Russell. Cheers, Russell. Take part in the 25 push-up challenge. Okay, so for those who don't know or haven't seen, uh, you can play 25 push-ups every day for 25 days. You record yourself doing it, post it onto Facebook, and nominate somebody else to do the same thing and to pass it on. Okay, and the idea is to raise awareness for PTSD, um, anxiety, depression, and mental illnesses that lead to men committing suicide. Okay, now I did something very similar back in 2016, um, except it was 22. 22 push-ups a day for 22 days. Same thing, nominate somebody to pass it on. Okay, but this time it was specific to veterans and servicemen that committed suicide. Okay, and it was for the charity 22 Kill. So I completed this challenge, for those of you that might remember, every day for 22 days, I banged on my 22 push-ups, I posted on Facebook, and then I nominated somebody else to do the same thing, okay? It raised awareness, and it raised a little bit of money along the way as well, which was great, okay? But three months after the challenge, one of the very men that I nominated actually took his life and committed suicide. And I've known multiple people since that have done the same thing. So the question I'm now asking myself is, is me taking part in this challenge and doing 25 push-ups and posting on Facebook enough? Can I do more? Can I ask more of myself? Okay, now while I do support the 25 push-up challenge and it's great, and I commend anybody that's taking part in it to help raise awareness, I'm gonna demand more of myself. Now my, my business, my online coaching business, my mission is to help simplify health and fitness to give men the knowledge and confidence that they need to live healthier and happier lives. Okay, so this is something that's close to my heart and it's something I've researched. In the UK, the biggest risk factor to men under 45 is suicide, okay? Men are more likely to die from suicide under 45 than anything else, any other illness. Any road traffic accidents, cancer, whatever it may be, suicide is the biggest risk, okay? Think about that for a moment. The biggest threat to men, men's lives, is themselves, okay? Men in the UK are three quarters more likely to commit suicide than women. They're 75% more likely to commit suicide than women. 
In Australia, they're three times more likely. And in the USA, they're three and a half times more likely. So this is an issue that is disproportionate, disproportionately affects men. Okay, so I'm demanding more of myself and I'm going to do more. Firstly, I'm going to make myself available to anybody that feels they need to talk. Okay, there's a stigma surrounding uh, mental and emotional well-being around men. Okay, we think that it shows weakness to talk about our feelings and to talk about our emotions. We think that it shows weakness to seek for help. Okay, but I'm here to anybody that needs me. Like I said, I've helped many men overcome obstacles and difficulties in their lives to create significant changes, okay? So while I'm no expert in this field, and I know it's a very sensitive topic, okay, I do have an element of experience in it. So I am here to talk, whether it's reaching out through a message or whether it's through jumping on a phone and, and tackling these issues head on, okay, I'm here. Secondly, I'm going to create some more open discussions around these issues. So I'm going to create some more content. I'm going to post some more videos like this to help men understand that it's okay to talk and we don't always have to bottle up our feelings and our emotions and there are people that are willing to help. Okay, I'm going to openly discuss some topics to hopefully get more men engaging and to thinking about these things and to understanding that there is a different way. So that's Rob's message. And I, and I completely agree with that. I think it's brilliant. And what I was thinking also I might do with, with one of my next videos um, is add some of that in because the stats are quite scary. Um, well, so, so basically, for those who didn't listen to that, who should have just listened to that, Rob's basically um, not going to do the 25, um, what they call press-ups press a day, and just basically putting himself out there As for an a open chat. door for anyone that wants to reach out. Which is, um, a, which is a really lovely thing to do. And I think that that probably is... Um, there, there are two ways... I, I guess there's many ways to show support and to show uh, kindness and love. You doing your 25 press-ups. Now, I have to say, I think some people were upset with you that you didn't make your dogs do the 25 yeah, press-ups. Yeah, which I felt was a bit harsh, laughing at a, a, a major problem in life that men do have, mainly men, because yeah, the suicide yeah. rate is mainly men, and that's not being, me being sexist. This is actually No, it's, just, it's 60% that, plus, um, and this is, this is international, not just in Thailand, not the UK, not the, it's just globally. It's predominantly men that are falling foul to... The, the perils of suicide. And I don't think this is not just about suicide. This is about mental health as a whole because mental health can affect you. I mean, you don't sometimes just want to kill yourself. Sometimes you just don't want to be around anybody or don't want to see anybody or just yep. want to be locked away or you just, you know, you're, you're, I mean, I could go on and on and on yeah. about how the feelings that you mm. get when you're feeling a bit... Um, Down, depressed. Well, that's a, this is something I wanted to bring up with you. Um, and hopefully he was going to ask the question of what's the difference between being depressed and just feeling a bit sad. And um, I, w I was going to answer it, but I've asked you that question. <laughs> so, um, so, Russell, what's your view? Oh, there we go. That's a better question. So, Russell, what is your views on the difference between someone who's just a bit sad, um, having a bad day or a bad week, to someone who's depressed? Um, when you're depressed, you're always depressed. It's, for me, it's that simple. Depression isn't something, but, oh, I used to have depression, but I'm fine now. Really? If you clinically have clinic, clinical depression, it's with you. It's part of you. It's the whole sort of black dog demon that's always there. It's the, and that's the hard reality that people that suffer it have to 
perhaps face. I'd like to now, thank you for that comment because yeah. now I feel so much better about Good. myself. But it then becomes a, a coping process of how to, to manage and deal with that black dog. And through those coping mechanisms and being able to process, you learn how to control it. And then and it allows you to live a, and I hate using the term, a normal life, but it's just the depression itself isn't as sapping, it isn't as draining. You're not left with those feelings that you have at the beginning where you just, from, you know, whether it's I can't go on or I just don't want to see anyone or I don't want to get out of bed, whatever it is, you learn to control, identify what the triggers are, identify how to control it, what works and what doesn't work for you. And whether that's, I mean, for some people, it might just be something as simple as talking to people about it. For others, it might be they need a complete life change, whether that's, you know, getting rid of a particular circle of friends, finding a new one that works and helps them in that particular, I mean, people do face different challenges with it. Um, but yeah, we all have bad days. We all have days when you think, oh, I just can't be asked. Oh, I don't want to see that person. I don't want to see anyone. I want to stay in bed. I just don't feel, ugh. But for the most of us, that's the one-offs. Can I ask some questions? And this is some questions I'm going to, I'm going to be very honest because... And can I just also raise the fact that I am not an expert. I am, I mean, there might be professionals listening and going, what the fuck is this idiot talking about? And I, take, well, I, I accept that. You've, so, you've dealt with depression from the, 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 the side of being a friend, let's say. I, I don't know how much depression you've experienced apart from... Fair amount. Yeah. Um, so, I, I have questions, and I don't know if this is normal people's thoughts or not normal people's thoughts and this is where I get confused and this is where sometimes from my point of view when when I dealt with my major depression um, and I still think I have, I'm depressed and I think I always will be I think that that's part of my mental psyche and that's never going to I, I agree I don't think it's ever going to go away you know and, and you saw me last week when I had a I was just no, I just said to you I'm just having a bad week yeah. I, I've, I've got no I know I think I know what triggered it but but do people have do normal people have thoughts about suicide? Do normal people have thoughts about just not wanting to do anything? And do not, I, I just don't understand if, if that's a normal thought process that people have. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm trying not to say there's normal people and there's depressed people. I think both are, true. The, are, the, are the same. We're all the same. And you can have anyone on any given day, if the day has just been that... Cra- I mean, take, take what's happening at the minute. All right, There are people out there that have lost... Um, family members to this virus. They might have lost their job. They might have been on the brink of losing their house. Um, they have no idea what the next six months, 12 months hold for. And there are people in really, really, really dark situations. Now, up until COVID-19 striking, would these people have been depressed? Maybe not. Maybe they like the life and soul of the party. But whatever has happened has just happened. And that's really belted them for six. So are they going through the, oh, maybe I should have taught myself that would be easier? Maybe. It's not too far a leap to suggest if they're just in that dire moment, I can't afford to pay bills, I can't afford to pay rent, I've got no food in the fridge, you know, my mum's just died or someone's just died and, and all of this. It's not hard to, to make a link to say, well, yeah, I could see someone thinking that. Here's a question then, okay. But, but does oh. that mean they're depressed? Well, that's... As in clinically depressed? Well, I don't... See, here's my point. I'm not in a situation where I've got enough money in my life each month to pay my bills. I had a steak last night. Check I, you out. Huh? Check you I out. I know. It was, it, was, it was all right, actually. Um, I can afford to go and buy a bottle of wine if I wanted to buy a bottle of wine. Not that I'm drinking wine, um, but if I could. But I still feel... So is there a difference between 
someone who's in a really shit place where they've gone, they've gone, they've hit rock bottom because of whatever reason, COVID virus or losing yeah. their job or whatever, and they commit suicide because they just can't afford anything, and that's going. And then there's me who I can afford stuff. But I still have days where I just want to say, that's it. I just, I, I'd rather not but wake up tomorrow. Yeah, but depression isn't linked to material wealth or lack thereof. But that's my... Th- I mean, it, it can be a trigger. It can certainly be a... Um, and certainly is in a lot of people's cases. That's the... Oh, no, for sure. The straw that breaks the camel's back, as it were. But it's not the, the be-all and end-all. Hmm. It's interesting because I don't know if I'm just... <sighs> okay, so let, let me give you my, my personal experience with it. Yes. Right. So, um, as you know, okay, I went to the States 2009, 2010 to do my dog training. Loved it. You was there for best a year, weren't you? Pretty much the year, yeah. Best year of my life. Best, best year of mine as well. It was brilliant. Came back here for another year, was offered a job back at the same place as an instructor, which for me at the time was like, you know, that's where I want to be. It's my dream job. Um, that's my life plan. Finally, at whatever age that was, taking off. Um, this, this is this is me. I'm, I'm I finally reached that point. I know where my my life plan, my career plan is going to go. Brilliant. And then within a few, making obviously a long story short, within a few weeks, really, I realised that that dream wasn't ever on the table. It was crushed. So I'm now at this place, and the dream has died. And it's now a case of well, I might as well stay here and work through to try and recoup some of the money I've actually lost getting here in the first place knowing at some point I was going to be coming back here because there was no real out that I had at the time. And when I came back, it was a case, this is back end of 2012, I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, I been, hadn't been here long enough with my qualifications to have built anything up. I had a couple of clients, but nothing substantial. Um, and I didn't have any savings. I didn't have, I'd sold the car to get to the States. I didn't have anything. So I was really starting again. And as we know, Phuket, generally to start something, it's tough. And so at the time, I was just like, I was in such a weird headspace. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Someone suggested to do, I oh, get into offshore. Oh, well, uh, uh, Wilco boy, Mike Wilkinson. He had been, he'd gone to health and safety, suggested I do the same. And just to try to help out and give you some ideas. Yeah, all right. I'll, so I jumped on that. I'll go and do that. Went to Singapore, did a course there for three weeks, um, passed it got the base qualification and then it was a case of well if you really want to get into that kind of racket you're you're not going to get into it from here you should really be over in the UK or somewhere and get replaced back out this way and and then it just became such a ball ache and it was just at that time I just felt I've got nothing I'm worth nothing I'm worthless this is just I, I can't I couldn't cope I just I just didn't know what to do couldn't really talk to M couldn't talk to anyone just felt this is it. This is, I don't know what's next. Um, went to the professionals, and for those watching in black and white, I use the inverted, the quotes there. The, the professional system here, in terms of the, the Thai hospitals, for my personal view, they haven't got a fucking Scoobies. They do not know what they're talking about. It's, oh, so how are you feeling? I feel like shit. Well, here's some medication off your pop. They don't know how to talk and analyze not that i do but that certainly doesn't help and i've heard this subsequently from other people there just isn't a system here it's just medicate 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 um so i was on these these antidepressants for a little while just thinking and i just felt numb which is like i've got zero emotional capacity zero ability to breathe move do anything this isn't working um 
And at that sort of stage, I'm thinking I need to do something else because this path isn't working for me. I'm in a hole. I had enough, I guess, wherewithal to say I should try something else, not knowing what that would be. It just meant getting off the Met. And then around about the same time was when Stuart had his um, tragic accident on his bike and someone said, can I go and run Coral Sea? Because Stuart's unable to. And that just gave me, um, you know, the luck of it, if you like, was, for me, was it gave me a path. Not that I wanted that particular role or that job, but it just gave me something to latch on to to then carry on from there. I think that's interesting because um, for me, it was, it was all about trying to find new... And I, this is where it, it comes in. So, so I, I don't see... I, I'm now questioning if I have depression or if I was just in a really, really bad place um, after the breakup and then the moving out and just not knowing what was going on and losing what I thought was mm. everything, which was being a family. I mean, it's, it's different for different people. Yeah. Um, so now I'm feeling a little bit kind of guilty that maybe I wasn't depressed and maybe I was just sad and maybe I should just get over it. So... I mean, part of it, I mean, there's the classic line. Um, it's just, you know, just buck up, put a smile on, and let's, you know, you know brave it out. Move show on. must go on, baby. The, show, the show's got to go on. And I do, I place some weight with that. Because mm. at the end of the day, what's gone is gone. We can't change it. It is what it is. It is what it is. You have to just... Sorry, what was that voice? The, um, it was just a line from, um, oh, what was it? The Irishman. Right, never seen it. It is what it is. Anyway. Um, was that your Irish accent? No, it's not my Irish accent. It was just... Oh, okay. Sorry. In the film. But anywho. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you know, shit happens. And most of the time, there's not a lot we can do about it. And I think there's, there's also a case of... Um, in terms of guilt. So, you know, from my perspective, you know, was I feeling guilty to myself, to my family for my own failings? Were you feeling guilty for yourself, for your kids, for your ex-wife, for the situation that you had? It was your doing or my situation was my doing. And a lot of the time it's actually not. So we're feeling guilty, but it's not actually our, necessarily our fault. The fault is that we're allowing the guilt to hang around and eat at us. But the, the actual cause of that guilt in the first place might not have been our fault. I didn't feel guilty. Cool. I did not feel guilty. I just felt... Like shit. Yeah. Yeah. I felt dark. I felt lost. I felt that I had... I'd lost everything. Mm -hmm. But I hadn't lost everything. I just didn't know how to handle what was... But... You I, still I, I, have sorry, me. I do still have you. <laughs> and maybe this made our friendship stronger <laughs> was the fact that, you know, we did kind of... And I then dragged you into my stupid ideas of... But I, one, one of the things I wanted to say was that the... the Unfortunately, the, the, the tragic action to Stuart gave you the opportunity to go into Coral Seekers, other Seekers are available, of course, that then changed your mentality and changed your mindset of where you were at the time. But let me continue yeah. before you jump in and say, no, I'm wrong, because I know you will. <laughs> um, for me, it was about setting a goal. And, and I think that the, the key thing was the, the first ever stand-up I say stand-up show, it wasn't a stand-up show, but that first ever thing yeah. of getting on stage, learning to sing a song, trying to learn how to hip-hop dance, um, they were challenges that I set myself because I felt that that's what I needed mm -hmm. to get out of my drollness. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use a drollness yeah. because I think it's a good word. So 
is this a key? And we, we talked to someone last week, um, and that was something that we kind of did mention, is, is it about setting yourself some new goals, some new challenges, to try to then give your brain something else to think about rather than thinking about the dullness and th- the drollness? My, my short answer for me would be yes. And we're both doing the same hand motion yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. desk in a uh, chopping uh, motion, which yeah, is weird. Well, the, the chopping point for me is, uh, this is the now. So the... I don't think it's. I don't think someone should be able to sit here and say I'm depressed about what is going to happen. No, because no. we've no control over what's going to happen tomorrow. And if you want to be depressed about, and, I, and again, taking the current situation, um, and I've, I mean, we've all gone through the roller coaster the last few months. I mean, I've just opened this facility. I've got a lot tied up in it. He has K9 Point Academy. If you want to come and help him, um, yeah, please get over. do. <laughs> <laughs> get over please, his depression. Please do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, there's never a good time for a, a virus like this to hit, but it just, as I'm opening doors, oh, we've got to close doors and businesses all but died. Um, so yeah, I can sit and kind of think, oh, what's going to happen in the next six months? But it's the, the cliche, you know, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. There's no point worrying about whether my cash is going to be like in six months. I'll tell you what, you've got like more chance getting hit by a minibus yeah. than a bus. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so and, but the point was, it's everything that's gone on and led us up to this point where the depression is going to cycle through. So as much as I place some weight into the argument that, yeah, you've just got to say, you know what, what's done is done. This is me now and I'm moving forward. Um, it's very easy to say that. It's incredibly difficult to let go of the baggage that we all drag with us. So now there are things that come along and help us to do that, whether it's meeting someone new developing a new friendship, developing a new skill, a new mindset, a new pathway that allows us to think, actually, you know what? This is really cool. I don't have the time and energy to drag this shit with me. I'm going to let go of it because I feel comfortable letting go to continue on this path. And I also think a lot of the time with depression, it's there's a comfort in being depressed and being in that darkness. We feel, you know what? As much as I hate this, it's really comfy just, I'm, and I'm, it's really easy. And I'm nodding at you because I've quite enjoyed, and it's interesting because I, I, I do proclaim to enjoy the, the lockdown. Yeah. The, 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 especially the three weeks where we were properly locked down in our, in Couldn't our see anyone anyway, yeah. Couldn't see anyone anyway. Yeah. And I, you know, and the roads were empty and there was no one around, you know, the, the swimming pool was closed at our thing. So, you know, and I, I, and I enjoyed that because mm. it, it, to me, that's my comfort. That was in my comfort zone. Yeah of being alone. So I'm yeah. kind of used to that and I kind of liked it. And you're right, I don't, you know, maybe I'm now in the situation where I am using, I'm not using it as an excuse because that's not the right word. So I don't use, I don't ever use it as an excuse. I hope I don't anyway. But I'm using it to almost control my life that I'm not getting out and going out more. Mm. And I could if I wanted to, yeah. but I, maybe I'm just saying, oh, I know, because I'm a little bit, still a bit depressed and I'm down and, uh, but I'm that. I'm actually. Um, am I not explaining that very well? Am no, I? No, I think? know what you mean. You're, 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 you're hiding behind it. So if I was to say to you, "Hey, look, we're we're going to pop out for a, well, not that we can go out for beers, but if we're going to pop out for a, a beer and a and a chat, you know, come and join us and what have you," your default reaction might be, "I'm going to say no, because I'd rather just go home and just chill out." So, and that's now a, a default. But whereas before it started with, that's maybe what you needed. But it's just become the norm. So now it's a default position. So you just go home and chill out. You're in that comfort of, it's okay, I'm on my own. 
and therefore not learning the new path with it. You know, if I'd gone out, I might have actually had some fun. It might have been shit, but I also might have had some fun. But if you don't try it, you don't learn those new pathways. Well, no, and that's the thing. It's the same with starting a podcast. We, we, I say we, I, I can't, I'm never going to get this word, you know. <laughs> I pronascitated. I pronascitated. Pr- Delayed. <laughs> I put off doing the podcast <laughs> for months and months and months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just finally just said, you know what, let's just let's do just it. Let's do just it. Let's yeah. see what happens. And, and, uh, and we did it. And then we're now on the, this will be the 30 something odd mm. episode. Um, so yeah, I, it's a case of just getting off your ass. But sometimes it's difficult to get off your ass. I, I guess it's like starting out a training when you're, when you're fat and you just want to go. And that first week of training where it's so hard, it's horrible, and you see no results. The second week, no results. The third week, no results. And it's not till four months down the road you say, oh, I've lost a little bit of weight. Or someone says, oh, you, you've lost a bit of weight. I, I would actually argue it's a bit longer than that. It's, well, it's usually the case of once you've, you've, gone, you've gone really hard and worked and been going to the gym and working out and running and all of that, and then for whatever reason, you stop for a couple of weeks. And then you see the difference. And it's when you've stopped and then you think, and you try and start again and you think, fuck me, I really was actually quite fit and quite lean. But then that's looking back. But no, it's a good analogy because we've all got to start somewhere. So, I mean, and correct me, we're all like, oh, we've all got to lose a bit of weight. We've all got to tone up. And it's the Instagram lifestyle that we're all trying to aspire to these days. Rob Morgan. Rob Morgan, yeah. Everyone wants to look like Rob. <laughs> handsome beast. Yeah, he's a handsome, handsome bastard, beast. isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes him, really. Um, so, but that's the, that's the aspiration, whether it's right or wrong. That's kind of what people sort of, oh, I wish I could just look like that. So, and we're never going to look like that. So, but that's our, our, our judgment. And because we know we're never going to look like that, oh, just what's the point in making the effort? And that's where and that's, that's where the, the issue. Yeah, and so that, bring that back to the mental health is you're in that same mindset. I'm never going to be that happy. So yeah. why even fucking try? Why can I be? No, no, I don't want to throw a name out there. That, but there's happy people on this island. That, uh, maybe there's happy pre- people everywhere. Okay, but people are perceived as happy and maybe they're not happy, but maybe it's just a perception. Perception is reality. Mm-hmm. Um, I seem to be perceived as a miserable git. Which means, is that reality? Am I that miserable? So, well, the only one that can genuinely answer that question is you. I don't think you are. Um, and again, for you, you've got a, there's Jay the Shark, the persona, and there's Jay the Shark, that's you. Yes. And Yes, and they are very different people. Well, one's not Russian. Yeah, <laughs> he is sometimes. Although, <laughs> yeah, he is although sometimes. With the beard, he's kind of looking at it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Jay the Shark, the persona, doesn't matter whether he's miserable, depressing, insanely happy, high as a kite, whatever, it doesn't really matter. It's down to you as the individual, how you genuinely feel. Now, yes, within that, it's, and it's difficult to define because, yeah, you know, hey, today I feel amazing. Tomorrow, oh, I feel like shit. Oh, I'm amazing. Oh, I feel like shit. We all have up and down days. And again, just with the current environment that we're living in, excuse me, it's difficult to really have a settled um, level, if you like, because it is a bit of a roller coaster. Um, so, no, I don't think you're miserable. I do think that you maybe even subconsciously play into the I'm Jay the miserable depressed guy because that's a persona that's an image that you can portray and people can can recognize does that mean was I the the Jay miserable depressed guy back when I was before everything happened no so I was Jay the fun loving guy and then all of a sudden I get divorced and then I become I've gone into my set two of my set two I've come into my preset of depressed yeah, and miserable be, and to be fair what you went through was huge you went through a divorce the you know 
<laughs> I want to recount it, relive it for you on a moment. But yeah, you've gone through a divorce. The, the life that you felt that you had and were set up to go towards is now poof, not there anymore. We um, won't mention the financial stuff. No, no. Yeah, well, but <laughs> again, the, 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 the economics of it, the, the general uh, mechanics of it, the, the kids, the, just everything turns upside down. And that's massive to deal with. And again, you're in, a, in an environment where there isn't really a lot of support networks here. So, so from that though, so maybe I am playing on, maybe I do tweak dial it up, up a little, dial it up. And, and I guess I take that from my wrestling, <laughs> my love of wrestling, yeah, yeah, yeah. where the characters, the best characters in wrestling, the ones that you know best, yeah. are just themselves dialed up to 10. Yeah. So maybe I'm playing on that, or maybe I am taking that too far. <laughs> but then, you know, you've got the likes of my strongman video, you've got the likes of the stuff I do, which isn't... No, and that's terrific, but, but that's you. So, and again, but like, um, and the, the, take the strongman video as an example. And if you haven't seen the strongman video, you should, because it's freaking awesome. Because you're, you're fucking missing out if you haven't seen that. But yeah, to take that as a snapshot, it was brilliant. Um, and then, I mean, that came from the whole sort of shaving sort of video and stuff yeah. that we did. And I said, well, hold on, you've got to do a few photos of people that we can mention and people that we probably shouldn't. <laughs> so yeah, all of which looked, and those photos were amazing. It was just like, that. it's just, that's brilliant. But in talking to you about it, and because um, we had a few messages back and forth, what do you think about this? Or should I do this? And oh, you know, I'm going to get this done for the video. That was there was no, I was going to say no emotion there. There was no, I'm trying to help you out of a funk. But at the same time, there was no, you're off on another planet. It was just you, sort of in the middle. Oh, I'm going to do this this kind of cool thing, which was very cool and came out very cool. But that's you. That's not the persona. Oh, I'm confused who I am now. Yeah, who are you? Who Jay? am I, Russell? Yeah. Who are? Oh, how fuck. am I ever going to find? That's out That's another who I am? podcast. <laughs> so, I think. <laughs> but ultimately, I mean, for me, am I the happiest person on the planet? No, I I try to, on a daily basis, center myself. And yeah, there's days when I feel pretty dark, and it's particularly on those days that I recognize that. All right, there's a black dog cloud circling. I need to be more centered. I. I have a ballpark idea of the direction I'm trying to go in. I can't control completely whether I'm going to get there or not, but I, I'll control what I can control, as cliched as that sounds. But I'm, I make a conscious effort not to drag any of my old baggage up with me. Uh, whether that's right or wrong, again, I'm no expert, but... Interesting. Interesting. I've learned a lot in this conversation, I think. I don't... And I think that the key point of it was... And again, why I said I would do this challenge for Danny and why I'm echoing what um, Rob said as well. Rob Morgan, his name is. Oh, thank you. Just check. Um, you're going to edit out the first bit. No, I'm not. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> is to say is that, I, again, no, I'm not an expert. I'm not a shrink. I'm not a counselor. I don't know any of this stuff. Um, but at the same time, my, my door is open to anyone that wants to reach out, message, email, phone call and say, I need some help, I need someone to chat to. And I think that's by far and away the most important commitment that any of us could make to help is to get people to talk about it. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about bad shit that has happened and helping to understand it. Um, and in some ways helping us to realize what bits that we thought were so important and so integral to our very being. But actually when you really analyze it and look at it, you think, you know what, that's really not important to who I am. It might have been back then, but actually, you know, right now, it's not integral to who I am and what I need to move forward. And the only way we get to learn that, I think, is through 
talking it through. Yeah, I think that was the one thing that really opened my eyes was being able to talk about it and, mm. and actually talking to you about it. I'd already talk, I think I'd already talked about you about it, but being able to stand up on stage and say it to... I mean, there's only 40 people there, so it wasn't... Let's not say that... It, I'm not talking about a massive kind of huge stadium of people where yeah. I'm standing up saying, hey, everyone, I'm depressed. I tried to commit suicide. I hope you, you know, let's have a good night of comedy. But that was the... Well, I was going to say the end result, but that was, that was down the line. There were times way prior to that meeting, you know, I'd get a call, okay, can I join you for a walk? Uh, and that became a, a semi-regular occurrence from you. I'd get a text or a phone call, can I, can I join you for a walk? And I knew that if I got that message, shit was low, something had happened. <laughs> and I knew no, I think was you're coming. Right. I think you're right. That was my default. I needed to, to yeah. have a conversation that, with somebody. Part of that was the precursor of you're about to fucking explode you needed an outlet and I just happened to be it. So, and there would be days that we would walk and you wouldn't really be saying much, but I knew, you know, waiting for you just, I'm trying to draw it out, but at the same time, just letting you do it in your own time because that's what you needed. And you went from that to being able to stand up on stage and say, Hi, I'm Jay the Shark and I decided I wanted to kill myself, but thankfully didn't. Yeah. And that's an incredible leap. No, it is incredible. It's probably, ba- probably yeah. a really bad expression to use. <laughs> Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> Not as bad as the expression <laughs> I used the other day, though, yeah. the conversation that <laughs> yeah, we well, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, we'll leave that one. That. Um, no, and I think also, the one thing for me is, uh, I remember going on to um, one of the radio stations, I think at 91.5, no, sorry, 89.5, and I was on the Donna Toon yeah. lunch show. And I mentioned then and about the, the, the depression and how I was feeling and what I went through. And, and, and actually, someone came to me, six seven months maybe 12 months down the line and actually said they heard that and they felt you know they gave me a hug and said you know it was really good that you you opened up about it mm. and i think that the important thing is is when you are feeling down and as a man and this is a key thing it's really embarrassing because we go through this now i'm going to sound sexist but back in the day you were called a faggot you would call a girl you were called a pussy if you didn't, you know, if you weren't a, a, a supposedly a, a real man, a man's man, bar. you know, yeah. if you weren't in the pub afterwards, if you had a shandy in the pub after a game of football, you were called a puff. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, that's how it was. That yeah. was society. And yeah. rightly or wrongly, I'm not even going to start touching on yeah. that whole fucking debate. But God forbid but you should be upset about something. God forbid you were sad. Yeah, yeah. God forbid you were crying. Unless you were stabbed in the heart with yeah, a yeah. frigging knife or you're about to die, then you can maybe have a tear in your eye. Mm. You know, men didn't cry. That yeah. wasn't how it was. And so for to someone to stand up and say, yeah, I'm so sad. I was driving around the island in my car in floods of tears mm. wanting to go and kill myself because I'd just given up. To say that yeah. as a man was really, really tricky. Even mm. just to say that I'm sad. Even just to say I'm upset. You know, about nothing. Yeah, but I mean, we're, and I, I, I dare say our generation is perhaps the last generation that's being brought up this way. Um, just there's, there's so much... Do you genera- think... I still think that... The, I, I don't I, know. I, mean, I there's still so think much there's generational shift. There is a generational shift, and there's a generational shift... And I mean, we get, we're probably getting off the whole... No, we're not. We can still touch it. There is a generation of shift that's changing, especially for racism and trying to... But, but I think that's actually creating more of a problem, into, and that's creating a tribalism issue which is another yeah, yeah, big yeah, issue yeah, we can yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. because i think tribalism is actually a terrible thing and that's one of the reasons i don't really like football anymore and i don't watch football anymore is because of the tribalism that, that comes with it okay can we have a little flag what's right, the flag we're gonna we're gonna come back to this because i do believe in tribalism and we're gonna pocket this 
Okay. Say for another podcast, so I think we can have a good. We'll have a tribalism podcast, and we'll play some tribal. Back to more fun things like depression. (laughs) But my point—I don't know where my point is going. My point being, I still think that there's a generation where you still have to be a man's a man, a girl's a girl. Oh no, absolutely, and that's—it's prevalent. That I think it is changing, and there are certainly moves to make it change, and the whole sort of equality movement, which, I mean, it. It bends my mind that we have to have a conversation about equality, whether it's down um, sexual or racist lines. It, it does. Well, you know who I blame on that, don't you? Uh, Feminists who? and vegans. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, obviously. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. joking. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, so, uh, no, but it, it bends my mind because I think just surely it should be fucking obvious that whether you're black, white, male or female, we're all on the same level playing field, but we're very, very clearly not. Um, but that aside... Um, at the end of the day, when it comes to things like mental health, and again, it, this is not to say it only affects men because it does affect women as well. Um, it's just backed up by the stats that in particular when it comes to mental health issues and particularly things like depression and suicide, the stats overwhelmingly favor the men on that side of that particular debate. And not in a good favor Not in a good well. way at all, no. But it's hence why it's important. No, I think it's, it's very important to talk and it's very important. And, and I think for me, the, the, the one that brings on my dark days is, is stress. Stress is, a, stress is the one. And, and if that means finding something, I mean, I, unfortunately, I have stopped playing team sport mm-hmm. um, through whatever reasons it is. I, I have not got that interaction. And, and whether, I don't know, once again, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. So yeah. putting yourself with 11 or 14 other rugby players, let's say, I had to do my, my maths in isn't sometimes isn't a good yeah. thing isn't a good thing but st- for me and th- this is why i was really bad last week is just the stress there's mm-hmm. there's stress and that's stress of work stress of family stress stress of money stress is for me is the biggest issue and again and it's those sort of going back to talking about triggers if that's a particular trigger for you the default position is i'm stressed i'll default to my comfort and yep. my comfort is just being dark and depressed absolutely so it then becomes again i'm recognizing that the stress and sometimes you you know when the stress is coming i've got a project coming up i've got a deadline new client or need to re-sign a client whatever it is you know to some degree when some of these stresses are going to occur or can gauge to a degree which allow buys you time to put some sort of structure in place as to how to mitigate and manage those issues the ones that kind of come out of left field when a client phones you up at three in the morning oh we've got to do that blah, 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 and you've forgotten it or whatever so again if you have some sort of outlet whether it's tried and tested or even something new ready to go to say right when this happens i'm going to try and do this instead it may or may not work i i take on board it might make i start knitting when i get stressed it might make things worse but at the same time it might be an outlet that that makes it better or just gives you that moment of calm to say i can deal with this it doesn't matter you were, you were talking brilliant. And, and, everything and then I brought s- knitting into it. Yeah. Every, <laughs> everything you said was perfect until knitting and my brain went, knitting? Yeah. <laughs> talking about knitting. It's not even See, it got you thinking about something else. There you go. Maybe it's the outlet Me thinking you. that I shouldn't believe your conversation. Yeah. Um, Russell, I think that well, I'm happy where this has gone. Um, I think that there's some points I just want to take out. And, and the points are that everyone has issues, mm-hmm. no matter if they're boys, girls, Boy and girl together at the same time, which would be fun. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I was going to go. I was going to go down a whole new path. Then. But I think everyone has issues. I think we just have a little bit of respect for everyone the way they feel. But also, um, if you do want to talk about it, then, as like you said, 
you know, we're at the end of the phone. Yep. I'll give out Russell's number. I won't give out my number. Um, but you can always <laughs> find us. Drop us an email. Drop us an email. Drop mm-hmm. us, you know, search K9 Point Academy and drop Russell an email or go on Facebook. Um, like I said, Rob Morgan, he's very willing to talk. And there's people out there that yeah. will talk. I mean, Daniel, for example, I'm sure you can phone up Big Dan. He's been through some, a lot yeah. of shit in his yeah, life. Yeah, absolutely. And I tell you what, he's a good guy to speak because he's a smart, smart cookie. He's a legend. Um, but there's, I mean, that's just if you know us. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if you don't know us then um, find a friend and talk to them and just open up. And, but, and no, but again, uh, taking from the, the clip you played of, of Rob earlier, I mean, that was kind of his point. Yeah, I mean, sure, if you happen to know us, yeah, by all means, cool. But it's not just people in our circles. If there's someone out there that's by hook or by crook listening to this that has never met us, doesn't know us, but for some stupid reason decided to click subscribe On uh, PhuketPodcast.com. Uh, um, you know, if you need a chat, don't be afraid to... And it doesn't have to be to us, you know, but the, the point is talk to someone. Absolutely. Phone a friend, phone someone else, phone a hotline, phone us. It doesn't matter. Talk to someone. Don't sit there and think, I'm just going to stay under my comfort blanket of, of darkness. Thank you, Russell. You've opened up very nicely there and you've said some very good, intelligent things. Are you sure that was me? It was you. Cool. Um, are you going to do your 25 press-ups now? I probably should. Have you done them yet? Well, I did some this morning. We did a, a what this morning. But I didn't film them, so I technically got to do another one for... Go and do today. 25 press-ups. I will do. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. So that was our little podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, I just want to say thank you to Rob Morgan from KIS Fitness. So just go to kis-fitness.com to find out more about what he can do for you. Um, but he was very gracious and said that we could use that clip of he, him being very open and frank about his experiences with mental health. Uh, Once again, um, just from my point of view, if you do need to talk, talk. Just open up, go and find someone you can talk to. It doesn't have to be someone you know, it can be someone, it can be anyone, it doesn't matter. Um, But please get out there and talk. And here's a full audio from Rob's message. Um, Go like him on Facebook and you can keep up to date every day with the messages that he's putting out there. I've been nominated by my client and very good friend, Russell Russell. Cheers, Russell. Take part in the 25 push-up challenge. Okay, so for those who don't know or haven't seen, uh, you can play 25 push-ups every day for 25 days. You record yourself doing it, post it on the Facebook and nominate somebody else to do the same thing and to pass it on. Okay, and the idea is to raise awareness for PTSD, Um, anxiety, depression, and mental illnesses that lead to men committing suicide. Okay, now I did something very similar back in 2016, um, except it was 22. 22 push-ups a day for 22 days, same thing, nominate somebody to pass it on. Okay, but this time it was specific to veterans and servicemen that committed suicide. Okay, and it was for the charity 22 Kill. So I completed this challenge, for those of you that might remember, every day for 22 days, I banged on my 22 push-ups, I posted on Facebook, and then I nominated somebody else to do the same thing, okay? It raised awareness, and it raised a little bit of money along the way as well, which was great, okay? But three months after the challenge, one of the very men that I nominated actually took his life and committed suicide. And I've known multiple people since that have done the same thing. So the question I'm now asking myself is, is me taking part in this challenge and doing 25 push-ups and posting on Facebook enough? Can I do more? Can I ask more of myself? 
Okay, now while I do support the 25 Push-Up Challenge and it's great, and I commend anybody that's taking part in it to help raise awareness, I'm gonna demand more of myself. Now my, my business, my online coaching business, my mission is to help simplify health and fitness to give men the knowledge and confidence that they need to live healthier and happier lives. Okay, so this is something that's close to my heart and it's something I've researched. In the UK, the biggest risk factor to men under 45 is suicide, okay? Men are more likely to die from suicide under 45 than anything else, any other illness, any road traffic accidents, cancer, whatever it may be, suicide is the biggest risk, okay? Think about that for a moment. The biggest threat to men, men's lives, is themselves, okay? Men in the UK are three quarters more likely to commit suicide than women. They're 75% more likely to commit suicide than women. In Australia, they're three times more likely. And in the USA, they're three and a half times more likely. So this is an issue that is disproportionate, disproportionately affects men. Okay, so I'm demanding more of myself and I'm going to do more. Firstly, I'm going to make myself available to anybody that feels they need to talk. Okay, there's a stigma surrounding uh, mental and emotional well-being around men. Okay, we think that it shows weakness to talk about our feelings and to talk about our emotions. We think that it shows weakness to seek for help. Okay, but I'm here to anybody that needs me. Like I said, I've helped Many men overcome obstacles and difficulties in their lives to create significant changes, okay? So while I'm no expert in this field, and I know it's a very sensitive topic, okay, I do have an element of experience in it. So I am here to talk, whether it's reaching out through a message or whether it's through jumping on the phone and, and tackling these issues head on, okay, I'm here. Secondly, I'm going to create some more open discussions around these issues. So I'm going to create some more content. I'm going to post some more videos like this to help men understand that it's okay to talk and we don't always have to bottle up our feelings and our emotions and there are people that are willing to help. Okay, I'm going to openly discuss some topics to hopefully get more men engaging and to thinking about these things and to understanding that there is a different way. Okay, and then thirdly, my next program launch, I'm going to donate a proceed of all the, uh, the earnings to a charity that's going to help tackle this issue head on. Okay, I haven't finalized all the details yet, but I've been in touch with a few charities today. So I'm going to see which one is the one that's most wild and the one I feel that's going to um, benefit more um, and donate a, a, a percentage of the proceeds to that charity. Okay, so there's three things that I'm going to do to ask more of myself. I'm going to use this platform to hold myself accountable and to show up and to hopefully have a big, bigger impact on more men. Okay? Now, having said that, I do support the challenge. And like I said, for anybody that is doing it, I do commend you. And I'm not going to jack. I am going to get these 25 push-ups done. Okay? So here we go. Slippers off. Whew. How it looks. Somebody turn up the heat. Whew. Okay, so I will be posting some more stuff over the coming days, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And I will be posting more or releasing more information about my upcoming programs over the coming weeks as well. If you do want to get involved, shoot me a message and let me know. 
Okay, guys, stay strong.